Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Dragging the Table, one that's going to be recorded, maybe even. Uh, my special guest this week is Chris Wetzke of the hashtag No Offense Show. Hello, podcast. sir. <laughs> it's kind of redundant, right? The show podcast. The show podcast. <laughs> that was a sticking point with my former co-host. He was dead set on show. He wanted. He definitely wanted it to include show. And then when I came up with the acronym of HTNOS, I'm like, well, the S is kind of in there now. So, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, just HT Hop or whatever. It's fine. Well, then, you know, you throw the hashtag in front of the HTNOS. So you do a hashtag HTNOS, and then that's super redundancy because it's hashtag hashtag. <laughs> And that actually is a funny story, too, I could tell you, too, after you do, you get rolling here, man, about the hashtag hashtag. Listen, you get the rolling. You, I, that is what I want to know is about you, where to find you, what are you doing, creatures of the night, hashtag no offense. Tell us all about it. We're doing all kinds of stuff, man. I mean, I just love to record. I don't know that people love to hear my voice, but I love to spit it out there into the internet, and that's the beauty of this whole thing is you can buy a mic, and even if you have a, a shitty opinion, you can give it to the whole world, right? Well... Where can people find your good or bad opinion? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have a residency on the hashtag no offense show. That's HTNOS everywhere. H-T-N-O-S dot com. All the socials, you know, the, you, you know where to find podcasts. I don't, I don't have to tell you that. HTNOS dot com. That's one stop shop. Uh, aside from that, I have a side project. Uh, I'm on the Inner Circle Sports Show with Riley. I co-host that from time to time, very sporadically. It's not really about sports. I mean, like, as you probably know, because you listen to it, and you're not a sports guy, and you can still no. find entertainment. <laughs> uh, and then a, a third show, a second side side project, we just started Creatures of the Night, which you mentioned, and that's our Conspiracy Let's Get Weird show. So what is the... What's your favorite one? Uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a loaded question, you son of a bitch. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, hashtag no offense, probably just because it's the OG and I do it with my wife. And I have, I, it's a double-edged sword because I have creative control, but then I also have creative control. You know what I mean? Like when it's great, you're to blame. But when it sucks, you're to blame. You know what I mean? I do, even though your internet is, I know it's like blazing fast speeds, but you are a frozen mosaic right now. Really? You're like, a, it looks like a tapestry that is you right next to a beautiful uh, <laughs> neon hashtag no offense sign. <laughs> I have to say on my side, we both look striking. We both look amazing. Well. We're two handsome son of a bitches just on lockdown, waiting for our green light to go out on the town and have a nice steak dinner in downtown Tampa with our wives. Maybe do some dancing. Does that sound appealing at all to you? Yes, but also <laughs> like I am very susceptible. I, you know what's funny is when I listen to you guys on when you had like Juan on your show hashtag No Offense, and then when you guys do Creatures of the Night, uh, I am. So, like I hear you guys talking, I'm like, yeah, man, this is all fake. This is all ridiculous. There is no COVID nineteen. <laughs> this is just a ploy. The, or like, I, what is Adam said something that I was like, that's a great explanation. What was it that he said? Oh, he's like, this is the dry run. Did he say it for like? There's an asteroid coming. 
Yeah, and this is just like to teach people to go inside. (laughs) While that might not be the cause, I mean, it definitely might be what's happening. But I promised myself that I wouldn't do that to you on your show because I did it enough on my own show and I got brimstone and fire rained down upon my head. And that's fine. I'll take it at my house, but I'm not bringing that plague to yours, sir. No, we will talk all. This will be the all conspiracy episode because one thing that not a lot of people that if you don't know me personally, one thing you might not know about me is the one thing that I love and that will make me lean into something is telling me that you don't like me doing it. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> so we can go full Anunnaki Jones, all of it. Uh, <laughs> hey, well that, that's good because I'm I'm rolling right into that at nine thirty tonight. So. This is a nice little warm up then. What do you what do you want to know, man? What do you want to do? First of all, I want to get the gremlins out of either my internet or yours because something is going crazy wrong on my side. Uh in fact, I'm even going to turn off my Wi-Fi on my phone just in case it's me. Pulling um, down that extra bandwidth. Do you want to hear Do you want to hear a, a very uh first world problems um white suburban dad rant? talking about Absolutely. internet and bandwidth and whatnot. So so <laughs> as you as you know, we just moved. We just moved into our new place and we had Frontier, which is the local Verizon equivalent of our internet in Tampa. And mm-hmm. we've been a longtime customer with them, years and years and years, because they have Fios. And I do a lot of internet-based things and I always want the best. And I've been told fiber is the best. It's most reliable, whatever. So we call them, we tell them we're moving. You know, we need to have somebody come set up service at our new place. And they were like, well, as you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic and we're not sending texts out right now. And I'm like, "Uh, all right, well, like that being said, we are moving and we have your service. So how would you like us to continue that? And they were like, yeah, I mean, that's that's a sensitive situation because like like I mentioned, we are in the middle of a pandemic. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. All right. I can't turn on anything without hearing that. Okay, I know. I understand. What do you suggest? They were like, as you know, and I'm like, is this a recording? What I'm like, I'm getting agitated because they were like script reading 101. Okay. So like, we were like, all right. And I'm like, I got Dutch, right? Dutch is actually the one that's talking because like, I don't, I don't talk to people when I don't have to talk to people. So (laughs) she's going through this and she's got it on speakerphone and I'm like over her shoulder and I'm like, put the bluff in tell them we're going to spectrum tell them we're going to spectrum put the bluff in and she's like well then i guess we're just gonna have to switch and they were like okay we'll get that cancellation going for you and i'm like damn they called the bluff holy shit so now we have the moral of the story is now we have spectrum because we called them and they were like yes we'll come out when are you moving and i'm like all right fucking about time but in order to get that ultra blazing speed internet that you had already talked about they made us take cable So now we have cable again, but here's the thing. They understand what it's like nowadays. So it's not an actual cable box with equipment and everything like before you just get an app. So like, Oh really? Yeah. You get a spectrum app and there's no even login or anything. It just senses that it's on like their internet and it's like, Oh, okay, here's your information. And it pops you right on. So it's very like minimally invasive and it's actually just as much as we were spending for Hulu live. So we were like, all right, fuck it. We'll, we'll keep it. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So all of this to say that now you have to be in part of your own new 5G conspiracy. <laughs> uh, I, 
<laughs> I was never completely in on that one. See, and that's the thing. Let me just say that. Everything that I talk about, I find entertaining, but I don't know anything, dude. Like, I'm I'm the guy that's there just because I'm like, yes, Team Alien. Like, I don't know anything. I don't research things. I, don't, I definitely don't read. Do you think I read? Everything I've learned, I know from podcasts. You know, like, I, and those are other people in my similar level. You know, that's level, level twos learning from level twos. You know what I mean? Maybe you're a level three. I don't know. We're all pretty comparable. But at least with podcasts now, when you say, I heard it on a podcast, there isn't an extra part of the conversation where you go, you a podcast <laughs> is like the radio, but you download it and they could say the F word. It's crazy. Don't even trip. And then you say where you heard it. And they're like, wait, the fear factor guy, right. he has a podcast. <laughs> I do love it when those guys fight each other in the steel cage. <laughs> Yeah. Well, even him. I mean, he's he's become very main mainstream now. I mean, like he's like the Joe Rogan podcast gets as many, if not more views and downloads as any any major show, you know, talk show wise or whatever. He's nighttime TV. He probably blows them away. Uh, he, I would imagine he dwarfs them at this point. Like yeah. I've heard people say like, oh yeah, instead of like where I used to turn on Leno or whatever at night to go to bed, I'll just turn Rogan on the big screen and then go to sleep to that. You know, I've and been, I've been a fan of Rogan. I've been a fan of Rogan since like episode 63 or something like that. Like I found him super, super, super early. He was the first podcast I ever like became a fan of. And like the main one that I've listened to this entire time, I've never watched an episode. It's I've only, only been listened. Yeah, I've watched the clips, but I've never watched a whole episode. Like, if the, if something is crazy, and like, what was it? He was just talking to Tom Green, and uh, Jamie, young Jamie, said something, and it sounded like J- like Joe was not happy with it. And I was like, I love right, it when what's that the happens. time code? Uh, let me go and see and make sure. Dude, I, I love <laughs> it when that happens because it happens a little bit. You could tell. It's you could tell. Happen. You, you could tell in his voice. And uh, Jamie is, seems like he's lost his his fucks over the the course of time too. Because at first he used to be like, "Oh shit, I don't want to stop this gravy train." But now he's like, mm, "Whatever, dude." <laughs> uh, but I, dude, that okay. Speaking of dream scenarios, I don't know that we really were, but I am now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what I always wanted was a. I want the producer podcast. Like, I want a podcast hosted at least one episode by, like, Young Jamie, uh, whatever, fight, Chin from Fighter and the Kid, yeah. Halston from Burt's podcast, and Lee from uh, uh, Church of What's Happening, uh, whatever, Joey Diaz's podcast. Yeah. Like, I want them to do a show at least... I say one, but like five episodes. I would love to hear that. Like all of the, all the, the sidekicks and producers? Yes, because they probably have the craziest stories about what goes on there. Well, for sure, Lee. I mean, like, Joey Diaz brings him to death's doorstep. (laughs) I mean, like, that I have seen video of, like, where he got him so unintentionally high that, like, his eyes were just slits and he was just sweaty and, like, leaning back. Like, he didn't know where he was, what time he was, what uh, dimension he was in. Like, he was on Anaki Jones. That's hilarious. They talk about me with the cookie? No, Lee. (laughs) <laughs> but dude i'm telling you so going back to uh covid talk because why not <laughs> okay. i steered the ship away from the rocks and you're like nope <laughs> grab the wheel this is my ship <laughs> no because i again i love leaning into stuff that people are like i don't like it i'm folding my arms and i don't want to be about this I'm like <laughs> well then i guess i'm doing this alone over here uh 
No, but like the same way I can listen to you guys and go, it is a conspiracy. They're just trying to, but then I'll listen to, you know, anybody from the CDC talk and I'm like, <laughs> this is real, man. Else. I need to get my mask. Uh, I need to stay in my house. Why am I going to work? Like some, I, I cannot tell you how many people I have almost yelled at to their face because I'm like, you're too close. You're too close. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it seems like it's kind of going away. Like not, not that the, the hysteria or anything is going away, but like people seem to, I don't know if they're just getting bored with it or like attention spans being what they are, but like I'm out in the world and like, yeah, people are like up on top of me and I'm not the guy who's like, Hey man, fucking, you know, shoulder check you get out, get out of the way. You're too close. But like they are, you know, I don't know. People are probably just over it. I know I am. Well, I don't know. Like the people that are out. Like, I don't see how they're over it. Like, the people that are legit just in their house, and they maybe only... Maybe those maybe that's it. Maybe those are the people that only go out once a week or something. <laughs> they don't not <but>, act. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, oh, God, I just need to feel another warm person near me. But... Oh, sick. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I just... It's... I'm over it in the sense of I just am tired of people complaining about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I want us to just be all in on it until it's over or just let's just all die or whatever. Like it's enough. <laughs> well, and, and then to watch everything unfold on social media, like we do, you know, you've got the, the one side and I'm not going to say left or right because I don't want to make it a political thing, but you've got the one side that's all like civil liberties and, and give me my bullets and I'm living free and I'm dying hard. And then you've got the other side where it's like fucking chastising everybody from their ivory tower about what they're doing and not doing and how they're handling it. And that they're just bickering back and forth. It's like the cats and dogs and cartoons when they fight and you just see the dust cloud and you see a leg here and an arm there, you know, they're just scrapping and, like for what man I'm here we're all in this together i know you haven't heard that in 10 minutes right we're all in this together dj i love that one of the things that we have to do for podcasts is social media and one of the things i always see because i try and do like instagram stories like the first thing when you like bring up like how do you want to tag this it's like safer at home thanks for doing the thing you did <laughs> we're all in this together do you want to donate and i'm like hey man Enough. I just want to post something about Star Wars and please leave me alone. <laughs> Can I tell people about my internet radio program for the fifth time today, please? Can I do that? <sighs> I got to tell you, I don't know. Because how, how long has hashtag no offense been going now? It's coming up on three years, right? Well, it'll be three years in July, yeah. Jesus Christ, it's April. No, it's May when we're recording this. <laughs> you, you were so excited all week, dude, and then you missed it. It's May 1st. Uh, by the way, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? I was so excited by that, I forgot what I was going to say. Justin Timberlake is a sexy young man. Is that what you're going to say? He is. Hey, dude, that guy looked like an alien back in the day, if anybody did. <laughs> He's the guy that that uh, Will Ferrell was talking about in Step Brothers. He's the curly-headed fuck. You see those early, uh, was it Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? It was NSYNC, yeah? NSYNC. Yeah, you see those early NSYNC pictures, man, and he's got like that tight perm, you know, where he probably was sitting side by side with his grandma getting all twisted up in Memphis salons and shit, getting a cut <laughs> my, in color. My favorite are the people that have photoshopped his hair with like that ramen, the, <laughs> yeah, like dry yeah. ramen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Chris, we're like kind of actually friends so this is extra weird because i'm like all right you're a guest now now i have to try and like 
pull stuff out of you. Well, I would like people to, to know off. about you. <laughs> well, well, I wanted to hold off until we could do this in person again. One, I need you to come back to my show again because you have you and Beth have both been live guests in 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 my home, my former studio slash dining room. And I feel like I shortchanged you because in the midst of it, I got like, I don't know, I like came down with like early coronavirus because I got like the sweats and like, I, I, do you remember I actually had to pause it and run upstairs and change my shirt because I had sweated through my shirt. And I don't know if I was just nervous because y'all were in my house and you brought me a pineapple and like, it was like, <laughs> it was like, it was like this whole thing. I didn't know how to take it or whatever, but yeah, I got fucked up and I felt off the entire time because I'm just like wiping sweat and I'm like, I don't know what to do. They're judging me because of my shirt and the moisture. So I, I, I definitely need to have y'all back to, to redeem myself. So I, uh, if I could tell you a secret, I, uh, I basically had to like fast forward through the parts where I was talking on that episode and every show that I have ever been, the only show that I can listen back to that I do is the untrained eye. Every other show I can't listen to. Like really? if something bad happened in the middle of the episode, any of the dragging the table episodes, I probably won't ever know about it unless someone's like, dude, remember in the middle where you, it sounds like you just went to the bathroom and then came back and finished the episode. I'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> See where I'm the other side of the coin because like I've only done it one time, one time. And it was because we were on Facebook live and I intended that we were going to have uh, an unedited, just live episode. So I just send it as it was. Typically, well, we've switched from Friday to Saturday now. Typically, it used to be record Friday night. I would edit it on Saturday, like sit there and listen to the entire thing and cut out all the pauses and add in the little sound effects and all the, the stupid ums and anything that I might have said and my kid busting in or, you know, whatever I need to take out and then put out the finished product on Sunday. Like, I have to. <laughs> Yeah, that is, I guess, the good thing about no kids. Because I feel like if that one wrinkle was taken out, you'd be fine. You could do a one-take show. Uh, <laughs> there wasn't for kids busting in and be like, hey, dude, I'm thirsty. Last <laughs> it's time week? for ice cubes. Okay, so last week, we're first episode in the new studio, okay? And there's a lock on the door, so we shut the door, and we're like, hey, we're going to record, okay? So, like, if you need anything, tell, tell me now. And shut the door, lock it. 20 minutes in... He just pushes the door open like the lock did nothing. I don't know if it didn't connect or, or what, but it, he just pushes it open, comes in, talks to us, whatever, you know. Hey, don't come back in again, okay? Don't come in the door. We're recording. So, like, we're almost done. We're at, like, an hour and 15, and I have sliding glass doors right here to, to my right where the pool mm -hmm. area is. And he's outside the glass with his nose against the glass holding uh, Dutch's phone, pointing at it because he wants her to download an app. She's like, well, I mean, we did tell him not to come in again, so he's he's out there. I mean, he's just letting us know. Like, oh, come on, man, give me a goddamn hour. Like that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for your loss. But I mean, at least you're still in the new spot now. Yeah. Like yeah. for anyone not watching this, you're missing out. All none of you that are not watching it. Mm -hmm. Uh, like it looks really cool in there. I'm adding pieces and pieces. Well, thank you. Thank you uh, for that. But I'm, I'm adding pieces and pieces, you know, each day. I'm tacking something up or taping something up. I put some comic books on the wall up there that you can't see. Just, you know, just making it the space that I've wanted for three years. Because for the past three years, I got to put everything up, put it up and break it down every show because it was at our dining room. 
You know, like that's the same place that we're going to eat pancakes tomorrow, you know, and I got microphones sitting up. And sometimes when the shows go long or whatever, I'm like, fuck it, I'll get it in the morning. And then we come walking downstairs with the kids and there's beer cans on the table and caps and half drank glasses and microphones. And they're like, what the fuck went on here last night? Did I blind you? I don't know. I, I'm just... <laughs> Did I blind you? I'm sorry. I was just switching switching cans. I was just switching one one out for a new one. That's all. God dang it! What is happening here? I don't know. Sorry. Everything is anyway. Uh... <laughs> everything is awesome. Everything is awesome, just like that movie said. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> uh, By Chris... the way, I have the sweats again. It's something about you. Making me well, nervous. it's this, it's this cool hat that I'm wearing that again nobody <laughs> can see because they're not watching. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's uh, what is it? I don't know what I was trying to. I, I don't know. I keep derailing I'm sorry. you. I'm sorry. It's my fault. You have thoughts, dude. And then you I know steer what it, it is. I'm gonna say it because you were talking about how you were like, I don't know, man. I was sweating. I was going crazy when you guys showed up. It's something about you, I think, that makes me nervous because immediately, <laughs> like when we got to your house, I, you were like, "See, man, it's not so bad." And you shook my hand, and I was like, "I think this is what they say right before you get murdered, man. What is about to happen now? Oh my god!" Well, that like, was the first time we had met, too. I mean, like that was literally. I mean, we had message back and forth, and we, you know internet community podcast you know associates or whatever but like that was literally the first time we had met face to face you know but i mean it's just weird for me i'm inviting y'all into my home dude but my kids sleep 20 feet from where we're recording you know (laughs) yeah it's 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 crazy because it i think that was the time or that was the that was the thing that we did that made this kind of like a lot more real because mm. it was like, eh, we're just kind of shooting this out into nowhere. And like people say that they listen or know what we're doing, but that's impossible because <laughs> it's just uh, pixels on a screen. And then all the next thing you know, we open a door and then hashtag no offense is there. Hello. <laughs> I live here. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what God the thing was with. Bro- that's the thing. What, what, wait, what was that? No, sorry. It, I don't know what is happening, but you are like almost gone on this side. Really? Yes. Damn, that's unfortunate <sighs> or fortunate, depending on your perspective. I mean, from my perspective, it's terrible because you look like some kind of uh, you look like some kind of interpreted interpreted. No, what's the word I'm looking for? Abstract. You look. Yes, abstract is exactly right. You look like abstract art right now. Go to onit.com slash 18 for 10% off your alpha brain. You can mm-hmm. pull abstract out of thin air just like I did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how crazy is it that that came through perfectly clear? <laughs> because on brand, baby. On brand. I'm sitting here with palm trees and pineapples, man. On brand. I got a new rug in the studio today, too. I wish you could see it. Pineapples. Or not pineapples. Palm trees. Well, it's because you have pineapples on your shirt and palm trees. Yeah. Like By the way, I feel like the more, I, the more the further this goes, the more everything keeps degrading as we go. Really? I feel like this is going to be a good dry run <laughs> for the real episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, this will be, everyone will go, wow, this was a great uh, first try, guys. 
we couldn't see Chris, and DJ was just sweating profusely. Oh, cool dude. app. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, see, I got these lights too. Like Kaz recommended me get that I get these lights. It's like this thing that clips on a table, and it's got a holder mm-hmm. for your phone, and it's got these two like bendy lights that come off the top of it. Because like when I was on podcast of the round table, I guess I had mm-hmm. a lot of shadows. And he was like, dude, you'd be, you'd be, uh, uh, it would benefit you to get one of those lights. So now I just turn it on even when I don't need it. Cause it's very, it's very well lit in here. And I've got these spotlights coming at me from the left. And I think that's what it's, what it's doing it to me, man. I'm just between you and the nerves and the spotlights. I'm like, <sighs> like, isn't that the craziest part about the nerves of it? Like you think that's going to go away, but like we, like this show, Dragging the Table is at like almost 50 episodes. Like I've done almost 100 episodes of The Untrained Eye. And still, like whether it's doing this with you or whether I'm just doing it solo, like I will spin out still. Yeah. Still. <laughs> well, I mean, like especially the solo show. I mean, like it's, it's, it's just you. You know, it's just you up there and it's very personal. And I'm the, I know, I, I know I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I need someone to bounce off of like my dynamic has changed just by losing two rings, you know, to where it's just me and Dutch. And I mean, like I've, she's been my best friend for 20 years. It's not like it's like a new thing to talk to her or anything, but like just having that third person, even though he wasn't super interactive, even like he would sit there and just giggle the whole fucking time. But like it gave me that little charge knowing that he was there and he was getting off on what I was saying, you know, so like gauging his reactions and i'm like all right i'm gonna fucking take it up a little bit you know like what can i do to make him snicker now you know even i spoke to that guy on the phone this morning and i said something to him and i was making him hyperventilate on the phone and he's like oh i'm smiling so much that my face hurts and i was like yeah remember when you used to do that every week fucking nerd (laughs) well and that's what's crazy about it is like you i don't know like you i don't Doing it solo is still like, again, it's just so crazy that you need some kind of feedback because when you, if, if you could only, if I was brave enough, I would put out one or two of the ones that I just went full stop on. Cause I was like, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I can't, I, I don't know if I can put this out because you start <laughs> second guessing yourself. Cause you're like, did I just say something absolutely insane? There's no one here to like, give you that, like what? did you just do so you're like all right i either have to stop or keep going and i think i'm just gonna stop i'll just stop (laughs) (laughs) well i mean and like it's it it becomes more personal too when it's just you because like i I feel like you go to a different place sometimes you know where you know i I remember hearing episodes like where you talked about your dad and you know like personal things for you and i mean that's got to be hard too because you're kind of just bearing it all and putting it out there you know and like that's what keeps those that anxiety or those butterflies every time before you record, you know, it's like, how's this going to be received? Well, yeah, exactly. And it's, but that's kind of why I think it's good though, too, because of that, like, like I never would have like that episode that you're talking about. Like there is a realization that I have in that episode that is legitimate. And I, I think that not necessarily for big things like, you know, what, how your parents die or anything like that. But there's something to thinking that, you know, yourself in a certain situation and then actually saying it out loud, even if it's to no one, like said something about saying it is like, 
I don't know. Like, do you ever not know how to do something and you're like, all right, now if I put the screwdriver in this, okay, yeah, okay, all I got to do is do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's something to saying the words out loud, I think. Oh, dude, I'm. that's so funny you said that because I have like a, a thing planned for our episode tomorrow about like about like saying that you know because like you know bringing it back around to like creatures of the night and how we get weird or whatever like i've progressively gone like off the deep end like as you know like i've progressively become more woo woo and like subscribe to a lot of you know weird which i love by the way (laughs) well that makes one (laughs) but I, i i've been like looking into a lot of like you know just like uh, I don't even want to say it because it sounds so Please. stupid, like different energies and things like that. And like the power of saying things like, you know, speaking something into existence and, you know, like uh positive visualization and things like that. And uh, there is something to that, you know, like I was joking with somebody, I think it was my mom even last week, she said something to me and I was like, don't even speak that into the universe. And I'm like, did I just fucking say that? Like, I can't believe I just said that. But I mean, I don't know, like they've been saying that forever, dude. And I mean, like, I I mean, I'm going to take a leap and say like you're a nerd just like i am dude like you've played your share of role-playing games you know like when you're a fucking wizard dude you gotta speak the fucking spell you know like that's a thing right yeah there's something to it you know and that's that's actually the premise for like a little segment that i'm gonna do tomorrow about swearing in front of your kids (laughs) 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 because i've been doing that a little bit more loosey-goosey lately well there's something to that like there is like you know, like you've been with your wife for a long time now, so you'll have things like you both will notice something and it's either going like maybe it's something that's like going really well. And then one of you will finally be like, hey, it looks like that's working out like really well. You're like, I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it just in case. Uh, so there's I think there's something to like, you know, speaking things into existence, you know, whether it's, you know, just that crazy of like, I said it and it happened, or I said it and at least put that idea in motion. Who knows if it's going to come back, you know, a year down the line or whatever. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think there is a a distinct difference between just thinking, you know, like positive thoughts, you know, uh, thoughts and prayers, you know, P's and T's or whatever the, the thing is, and actually verbally saying it, you know, like, you know, instead of, you know, like thinking about, oh man, that's, that's so sad. You know, like actually saying, you know, that's so sad. You know, like I hope something happens for those people and then it might. And then you're like, yes, I'm that guy. I'm the grand wizard. Wait, I'm not the grand wizard. (laughs) Strike that from the record. I am not the grand wizard. that. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I mean? And it's, it's weird to even like go down that, that, you know, line of thinking, but I have, you know, like I'm, and that's even weird because like, we mentioned it last, or I mentioned it last week on our show. Duncan Trussell still kind of bugs me with his like woo woo, you know. Hey man, I'm a, I'm a hippy dippy woo. Like I'm I'm a Buddhist man, and like it's all about like this man. Like that shit still kind of bugs me. But then I'm like subscribing to it, you know. It's I I don't know. Like that's why I said don't. I'm flawed too. You don't don't do what I do. <laughs> no, do what you do because I I say do what Chris does because. What you do is you are interested in something and you don't just go, yeah, that could be something, but I already believe this. You're like, man, let's see where this goes. You know what I mean? Like you could very easily have been like, Adam, Jason, you're idiots. Congratulations on your show. I hope it (laughs) fails because it will, because conspiracies aren't real. I'm Chris. See you later. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know. One of the things that I like about, 
any podcast, any person or any podcast or anything that'll keep me listening is people that are like very interested in something mm -hmm. because that is something that I lack. Like, I feel like I'm not interested in like any one thing as much as anybody. Like, that's why it's crazy that you guys do sports. Like when Riley is like shooting off at the mouth, like a mile a minute, like knowing every basketball player from the 95, whoever. I'm well, like, see, here's how, the thing, how? Though. Here's the thing, though. Like, it's so I, I agree that it's so weird that we do that. But like maybe three, four years ago, it wouldn't have been because I was more into the know of that stuff. But it, really, ever since we started the podcast, I've kind of left a lot of things aside, you know, because here's the thing, too. It drives me nuts when people are like, oh, I don't have time to watch movies. I don't have time to play video games. Da, da, da. No, you have the time. You just make conscious choices of what you're going to spend your time doing. And I have made a very deliberate choice that I'm going to put everything that I have to put into this podcast, you know, and if that means scrolling Facebook, looking for stuff to talk about, or, you know, talking to people online or doing social media or any of the stupid little tedious shit that nobody really realizes comes along with this microphone, that's what I'm doing. So if that cuts into my, my sports knowledge time or my, you know, Xbox time or whatever the case may be, I mean, like that sucks. I mean, those are just casualties to what we're doing. You know, and I'm trying to be more more well-rounded and get back into that stuff, but it's just there. There's not a lot of time once you decide what you want to use it for. Yeah, exactly. Like I was just saying that not too long ago. It's like I have plenty of time to do stuff. I just am like, well, I would rather be doing X, Y, Z. So I say there's no time, but that's only because I wait till you know the last hour of the day to be like, well. I only had this hour, uh, but like you said, okay, so you have the same problem that I have, which is, you know, scrolling for content, always scrolling for that sweet, sweet content. And God forbid somebody puts their show out before you and is like, did you hear about this? And you're like, damn it. Or how about, so the, much how about the inverse? You scoop the almighty Joe Rogan. You get something <laughs> first because I released my show on Sunday and I heard about it on your show on Wednesday, damn it. I said it first, but the 30 fucking million people that download your show think that you're the one. I did it. <laughs> I fucking did it. And the, the 200 that downloaded my show don't fucking know that, man. <laughs> so how do you keep yourself not sane with that, but sane with just like, because I have noticed a change in myself uh, and really it got exposed with all of this COVID nonsense, but like just not as, how do I say it? I don't know. Like I became the thing that I thought I never would be, which is the guy that scrolls Twitter and then gets angry on Twitter about stuff sometimes. <laughs> and it's like, I just have fallen victim to so many stupid stories, so many stupid opinions. And then like this COVID thing came along and it's kind of like, Oh, that's the only thing to talk about. And it really magnifies people's ignorance to everything because then they just start, they don't have anything to talk about. So they just keep talking about COVID over and over and over and over until they're just like, and Trump did it and it was him. And there's no <laughs> other way he spit into a baby's mouth. And that's when it started. That's it. like, all right, <laughs> no yeah I'm, and i'm with you and, and then that's one thing that i was going to say to uh to the point you made about you know not really being into one like focused thing you know but maybe having a lot of smaller varied interests and that's kind of how i was before we started this and that's even you know how i am now too like i wouldn't have been the guy that would be on social media 
Like I wouldn't be scrolling. I wouldn't be doing anything. Like if it wasn't for the show, I would have deleted Facebook. I would, I, I got a Twitter because of the podcast, you know, like it wasn't something that I was actively doing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing it at all. Like I hate it. I, I absolutely hate it. So what I've kind of, and, and I mean, Dutch, Dutch is kind of to the point too, where she's like, I just want to have a conversation where I'm like, well, we've got segments and we've got to do this and we take a break at this time. And it's taken a lot for me to loosen up on a lot of that stuff and just have more conversations and just a a free flow, you know, back and forth with her and I. And I, I got to the point where I realized if we don't have anything to talk about, like we're just going to talk about us and the people that listen, listen because they like us, they can hear this, the, the, 400th review of Tiger King, you know, from a podcast anywhere, but they're going to listen to us because they like us. Same with you guys, you know, like it's more about you and Beth than it is about what you're bringing. And sometimes you bring stuff that like maybe I would have missed, or it's a different perspective than something that maybe Adam said, you know, and like, that's, that's cool to hear, but all in all, like I'm listening because I like y'all, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing of it is like, excuse me, like, I will say that's what's good about shows like yours that have like dedicated segments is I'm like, all right, that in my brain, even though like clearly there's room for anybody to do anything, I'm like, that's off limits. I'm just going to something about the parameters of it. I'm like, okay, I know I don't have to worry about sports immediately. Now I don't have to worry (laughs) about Florida stories. Now, you know what I mean? Like you just get like a line of things that you don't have to pay attention to. So you can go, okay. I'm just going to find this lane and just try and drive down it as smoothly as possible. Dude, I giggle every time either one of you says, well, we don't typically do Florida man stories, but I just (laughs) giggle. I'm like, cause I feel like that was meant for me. You know, like that was an Easter egg because you know that I'm listening and you're like, we're not stepping on your toes, but like we found something (laughs) and it was entertaining. Well, cause it does kind of feel like that. Cause like you, like, again, it's not like you have the, you don't have the copyright on Florida (laughs) man stories or anything. Uh, and it doesn't feel like that, but it's like, you know, like we have, our shows have enough crossover that it's like the, uh, the odds of you and I finding two different stories about Florida that are two different stories that we both are like, oh, this is good enough for the show. Seems crazy. Like the, I, it seems more like we would just talk about the same things. Sure. Like, did you hear about the guy that drove his scooter into a Walmart and knocked over a VHS thing? Yeah, VHS. I heard about it on hashtag No <laughs> It's funny though, like talking about like you know looking for content. Like I think we were back in like the 30s of of the show, and it was coming up on on recording night, and we didn't have anything to talk about. And I was just like, you know what? We're going to play a game. We're going to play Faker Florida because I think I heard it on like some morning radio show before. So we're just going to do that. And that's what's going to fill. And like people were like, that was fun. I like that a lot. You guys should do that. I mean, like you live there. It's perfect. And I'm like, you know what? That is. I mean, people might do Florida stories, but fuck, we live here. That's that's perfect. And that's just kind of how it started. And I've wanted to drop it numerous times just because I'm like, it's kind of, you know, whatever it's, 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 it's filler for me almost, you know, sometimes it spawns like, you know, funny conversations and sometimes we just burn right through them and that's that, but I've wanted to get rid of it. And then people are like, you can't get rid of it. That's who you are. (laughs) That's who you are. Isn't that funny? By the way, nothing is funnier. Like, uh, nothing is funnier. Have you had your first like public uh thing to go sideways like on twitter or instagram or facebook 
are you, like something you said or did where like people were commenting like crazy, like you're an idiot. Oh no, no, nothing like that. I was just going to say, are you kidding me? Do you know like how I'm like Jar Jar Banks in the podcast community on Twitter? Are you fucking kidding me? Nobody likes me, man. I'm surprised you like me. By the way, I would love, please email me folks. If you don't like Chris, I need to know who you are so I can block you because I don't, I don't believe those people exist. I promise uh, you they do. I can produce you a list of names. <laughs> But you know what? I've I've gotten better about it, man. It used to bother me. I used to like really get get agitated by it because like hooking up with Adam and those guys, like we're all fairly like minded in the regard to you know like if you do better, that's gonna be a reflection of me because we're associated. So you do better, I do better, and we'll both do better together. You know, Adam used to yes. say it all the time: "Rising tide raises all ships." There's room for all of us. We can all do better together, and that's what like inner circle was built on. So I just foolishly assume that that's going to be the vibe from like the the random podcast that we come across in the community. And it's so not, you know, and then when I get burned by that, I'm like, I feel like personally attacked now. And I'm like, you learn over time that it's like, it's not personal. It's just, you know, there's a competitive vibe out there that people, you know, like for whatever reason, it's that gross shit. Like if you're doing better, I hate what you have, you know, like when we first got sponsors, it was like, Oh my God, they're not even that good. Like we're not even that good, but fucking why are you mad at me? You know, like go get one like for yourself. That's the thing is like I hear when I I don't know. I, I don't know what it is because I don't feel like I was raised this way. But like when I hear people do like you guys having sponsors, people getting on networks, people doing well, like I'm always like, ah, yes, we can do it. Like now that somebody has done it, like it seems like if one person can do it, that can open the floodgates for everybody else to be like, all right, we can all come in, too. So, like, when you get a sponsor, like, on it or Hemp Bombs or whatever, like, I don't go, oh, dude. I'm like, yes, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I mean, like, I've helped, you know, other people, too. And, I mean, not that I have, like, clout or anything, but, like, I've, when, like, say when Jody took over an SFW, like, he came to me and was like, hey, you know, like, what's up with Adam and Eve? Because we used to have Adam and Eve as a sponsor, and then we didn't. And I'm like, yeah, I can hook you up with who it is, you know, like, I can give you the name and whatever and let them know you're going to be coming. And then, you know, one thing leads to another, and all of the shows that Jody was hooked up with at the time had Adam and Eve sponsorships. And I felt good about that, even though half of the shows he was hooked up with don't fucking like me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care. It's not about that. You know, like I respect you. I'm trying to help you out. I don't give a fuck. You know, hopefully yeah, it well, does. Hopefully it works. Yeah. We all under, like, that's what's crazy is that we all understand. Even if you don't like someone or whatever, like we all can understand the struggle. Like, you know what I mean? Like you help them out because you're like, okay, whatever. You don't like me, but I know how sweet it feels to get that. Like, first check or whatever we haven't got our so i don't know what it feels like but uh <laughs> it was funny when all of that was going down jody and i jody called me and i remember like clear as day i was sitting on the back porch of our old place and i was on the phone with jody and he was like it's kind of like game of thrones when the two generals of the opposing armies will meet in the woods to like discuss a fucking you know thing or whatever none of the troops need to know because they need to continue to hate each other you know like that though that needs we need to keep up appearances but like you and i have a mutual respect and we're going to meet we're going to take a sidebar here and we're going to meet and we're going to talk this shit out like men you know and I, I like when he said that to me i'm like it's exactly what's going on here 
That's exactly what's going on here. Because then I'm going to go back in, in, in the house and I'm going to call Adam and I'm going to be like, and fuck them all, you know? But, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but, you know, obviously that's not, you know, how I feel with Jody, you know? Like, Jody and I are still to this day, you know, should we run this show two weeks ago? Like, I mean, like, I respect the hell out of Jody. No, it's, uh, I don't know. I just never, I, I jokingly, you know, it's funny is uh, the only person, the only show that I ever tried to jokingly start a feud with was the plunge because they, <laughs> they were like, I, I just, I listened to them one time. I can't remember. I don't remember how long ago it was, but they said something about like being the only show that came out on Tuesday. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> absolutely not. And I was like, I'm going to just like in their face, be like, we're the only show this comes out on Tuesday, the untrained eye. Uh, until finally, like I, we were doing something live was happening. Maybe it was podcast of the round table or something. And Riley's like, Hey man, we're on Tuesday too, man. <laughs> oh, Riley loves you, man. Riley, make no mistake. Riley loves you, dude. Dude, he's great. I mean, I couldn't, when he asked me to be on, uh, was it you or him? No, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I almost gave Riley a false compliment. I have to give Adam, <laughs> I have to give Adam a compliment for being like, hey, come on the sports show. We're all going to be there. And then totally ditched completely for that basketball thing. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but yeah, Riley's always been super nice to me. And it's funny because I'm like, uh, are you serious or are you 22? I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, he's 24 now. <laughs> <laughs> Is he but, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, um, Riley, I would have given you 22 all day. <laughs> um, but, but back in back in the day, like in the early stages of the podcast, like when I first started reaching out to other people, and I like first met Joe B. Joe B. was like one of the first people that I became like actually like friends with where like I would call on the phone and text with and stuff. And it was 4th of July, like two years ago. And he's like, I said something about like Pap's beer or something and like being American or whatever. And then he came back at me on Twitter and then I went back at him and then he called me and he's like, let's keep this going, dude. Let's make people think we hate each other. And like, I tried my hardest and I'm like, I can't do it, dude. I like you, man. Like I can't, I can't pretend like that. I like you, dude. Oh, my God. So when there was going to be a roast of Randall Fowler, I guess that has been indefinitely suspended or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. But They I, forced me to do Jason Almies. I did not want to do that. They forced him not only to do it, but to host it. Dude, that was – I just re-listened to that recently. That was – it's so – anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you – whatever it's a period um, piece at this point dude it's like a very accurate time capsule of that moment in, in time in this podcast community it's it's weird i listened to it on the plane up to uh, new jersey in february and it was the same thing dude it was like oh my god this is so bizarre this is like it feels like alternate reality almost man dude okay this is like the most inside anyone who doesn't know inner circle and all that you're not going to understand any of this but like when I found out about all of you guys like a year or so ago, whatever it was, uh, I think that was like right as everybody was busting Jason up for not releasing the roast yet. <laughs> and then as soon as he did, and I didn't know who Jason was, I didn't know who anybody was. Like I, it was just you at the beginning that I knew that I knew. And then that roast came out, and I was like, there were parts of it that I was like, this is this is pretty funny. Like for none of these people really being comedians, like this isn't too bad. 
But I'm telling you, listening to it within the past six months puts a whole nother color on that thing because I feel like I understand <laughs> more of what has happened and then what was happening before. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. I mean, like there was all and see, and that's what's so weird about this, too, because for as many positive people as you meet, like there's this, there's so much like high school bullshit that comes along with this, too, which I mean, any group when it gets to a certain size is going to you're, you're going to get a little bit of that. But I mean, yeah. like leading up to that roast, I mean, like, fuck, dude, like it was uh um, Randall, Randall and PJ from the Bickerbots had a little thing going, um, where like they were exchanging like videos, almost like, like nineties pro wrestlers cutting promos on each other and shit. Um, you know, like there was a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that then we all like pulled it together to do this show. And it kind of, kind of bled through a little bit, you know, like we were already starting to talk about leaving PJ's network, you know, but like he was still there and he didn't know. And it was kind of weird, you know, like it was, I don't know. It felt like we were seeing like another girl behind the girlfriend's back almost. And then we were all, all hanging out together, you know? Well, a roast is kind of what, uh, I don't know, kind of started us talking. I feel like because the roast of Randall Fowler was, was up and coming. And there was like a, I think Randy had said, or somebody had said, like, "Hey, does any if anybody else wants to do uh, be a part of this roast, you can." So me being new, I was like, "All right," it's like maybe I'll do it, this but I'll do I it in secret, and I will <laughs> like you know I'll have roast jokes about everybody. And I, you were doing something, and I like tried to just like I just was in that roast joke mode and made fun of you and said you look like drowned Ryan Reynolds. And what uh, what was it? Because Adam had been making fun of you in the chat. And I was like, I'm going to get in on this. And I'm going to make fun <laughs> of Chris, too. And I did. And it was crickets from Adam. And then you saw it and were like, that was really mean. And I was like, <laughs> no! Dude, I get you like that probably on a semi-weekly basis, dude. Or I say something to you and you're like, wait, were you really upset? Like, I didn't, I'm sorry, dude. And I'm like, I'm fucking with you, man. <laughs> because I am, listen, I am the person that people come to. I had someone come to me after high school, or actually, I'm sorry, it was at the end of high school, and be like, you know, now that I've finally gotten to know you, this is our senior year, you're not a bad guy. Like, all through high school, I thought you were a real asshole. What did you like, do? Cool. What did you do in high school? Yeah, that's a great question. That is a great question. I was me, and people thought I was the worst. So when I'm me you. sometimes, and people are like, hey, man, I'm like, oh, God, I'm doing it again. It's happening again. <laughs> no, so, not not yeah. even, dude. I mean, it's fun, funny enough, like, that's even, like, how our show got named. Cause like me and two rings and the old Adam, that was my, the first, the actual, actually the first host of our show, we had a little uh, group chat going all the time and that was me to him. And he was the guy who always was like, are you kidding? Or like, did you really just say, go fuck my mom? Like, I like what, what? And I'm, and I, I circling back, you know, like I don't do social media. I don't do any of that stuff. So like the idea of a hashtag at the time, I mean, like you know, going back like three, probably, you know, even closer to four years ago, you know, in the infancy stages of all this, I didn't know what the fuck hashtag was. So like, I would always put it at the end of whatever That's my I said. favorite part of the story. Like everyone glosses over that. No one ever says anything to you about that. I feel like, I put it but at that the is end, the funniest dude. part of that story. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> what do you want? I've got a 
touch of the downs. I got a little bit of CTE. I'm fucking dyslexic. All right. That's why I, t- I take my alpha brain. Okay. I would say something. I would say something. And then I would put no offense hashtag. And he'd be like, it goes at the front. Stupid. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Hashtag like, no offense. That is. <laughs> I've got a buddy on Facebook that is putting like the most dad posts in the world up up now. Like he's just doing the thing of like saying something slightly controversial and then being shocked when people are appalled at it. Uh, <laughs> but that I love. Like I, one of the things I love the most is no offense hashtag. If you could rename your show no offense hashtag, I that would be my dream. <laughs> I, well, and I mean, you've probably heard me say it before. Like, I, I don't like the name of the show, but like, it's at this point, there's no going back. I mean, like, it's we're 133 episodes in. I got it, I got it fucking branded on my arm for Christ's sake. I mean, like, there's no going back. Is it is what it is. It's so weird because it doesn't. Before I started a podcast, it was no, there was no thought of it at all. I was like, you just go and you talk, and then you're doing the thing, and then I. I remember when I was looking for this show, Dragging the Table, like the first thing I did was Google Dragging the Table, Dragging the Table podcast, the Dragging the Table podcast show, like all of it, just to see if I was going to like be a month in and someone's like, "Mm, actually, that's the name of my show. (laughs) It's like, well, there is another no offense show. They have less episodes than us, but more followers. So, I mean, like, I guess it's kind of a wash. I don't know. Like when they, and and it was funny. I came across them in one of those like uh, podcast groups on Facebook where it was like, follow for follow, post your links and I'll go follow you and then you can follow me. And the guy's show is a no offense show. And I, I commented on it and I was like, hey, bro, cool show. And he was on like episode nine and we were on like episode 120 or whatever. And then like same thing, like crickets, like nothing back. And it it was like a hip hop show or something. Like, it's not like we even had remotely the same audience. You know, he had way more followers. Fucking do you, dude, I'll do me. There's a million shows. You think there's really not going to be one with the same name? Come on, man. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Yeah, this, like, I can't imagine. I, I do. Okay. How about this? Do you even, you've listened to this show, but. Do you even really know what dragging the table means? Like, does it mean anything like quickly to you? Like pop culture wise or something? Anything. Does it like when you hear it, does it mean anything to you? Or are you just like, huh? <laughs> uh, I, I'm kind of like, huh? But I just, it's one of those things, dude. It's your show. That's what it is to me now. It's, it's your, it's your show. Like, it's funny because I, I don't know. Like I've thought about trying to associate it with something because it technically it is. It's that scene from Men in Black where he drags the table over, like right at yeah. the very beginning. I recently heard yes. you explain that, so I I did know that. And again, you triggered me when you told when you just said that. So I did know that. Yes. No, no, but that wasn't a test. That wasn't like a like ah, you <laughs> passed the dragging the table test. Like that was a yeah. F that plus. was a more of like <laughs> ah, I failed the uh, the dragging the table test. It's <laughs> you passed. I don't know how F to plus. yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to put that into action in this show because I know that it means like doing something your own way in spite of what anybody else thinks or is doing. But I don't know how to tell people like, hey, do you have a story that? Uh, you know, makes you very unique and different from everyone else. You know, how people normally think of themselves on a daily basis. <laughs> I think everybody's got a lot of those, but a lot of people keep them up their sleeves because a lot of people are concerned with perceptions and what people think of you and things like that, where like, I don't know, I just don't have that in me. You know, like I've said it before and it's not really like 
a, a gimmick or whatever. It's not like something that I say to like, you know, prove like my edginess or something, but like what I am like right now talking to you, what I am on my show, that's like who I am in the world. You know, like I walk up to my employees at work and go, what up player? Like I literally do that. You know, when people have problems, I'm like, well, fuck that guy. You know, like that's how I am in my personal life. Like with my subordinates, you know, like I'm not bullshitting, you know, like I've got people at work calling me player now. Like, so I don't like the point is, is like, if something happens to me and I feel like it's going to be entertaining for the show, I will say it no matter how embarrassing it is to me or how it makes me look or anything like that. I don't fucking care, dude. And I think that that's what a lot of people like what you're saying, uh, doing it, doing things your way or whatever. A lot of people probably do have those stories. They're just not going to tell you about them. Well, so is that yours? You just call people player (laughs) in in their face as they're like, "Eh." I don't like it. And you're like, I mean, I could, I could rattle off like (laughs) I could rattle off a brief top five of like embarrassing slash bad stories that most people wouldn't tell that I would tell you right now. If you asked like just off the top of my head from my life, dude, like shitting in the back of a Coca-Cola semi truck, uh, robbing a GameStop that I got fired from earlier that day. Um, uh, fuck what, what, what else? Uh, breaking into my friend's house to steal a five gallon pressure bong. Um, I mean, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> you get the Two picture. More, you said five, <laughs> you get the picture, dude. I used to have a guy that slept on my couch, like in half bake when I was, when I was 20 and I first started dating, dating Dutch. I had a guy that lived on my couch and we used to go out and we, uh, in our neighborhood and, uh, I had a pickup truck and he would get in the back and on garbage day, he would pick up all the oversized, uh, stuff and throw it out of the back of my truck. Like we used to terrorize our, our town. Like we did a lot of dumb shit, you know, that's what, that's what I'm saying. You know, like I, why are you embarrassed of it now, dude? I mean, like the only one I might be hesitant of is talking about robbing a GameStop, but the statute of limitations on that has to be up. Yeah, don't look into it. Just tell the whole story. Uh. <laughs> and, and, for, and for the first five years after, I used to apply every Christmas for holiday help as a ha-ha. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> because fuck GameStop, that's why. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I don't understand how GameStop is still a thing. It's... uh it boggles the mind. That being uh, <laughs> said, it's still my favorite job that I've ever held in my life. And I've held probably well over 30 different and unique jobs. Like legit. Like it was fun because of the ability to acquire games at a, uh, <laughs> highly discounted price. Thing, or dude. was it actually like a fun job? Just the whole thing. I mean, like I was a store manager of a GameStop and I was 20. So like, think about it. Like I wasn't making a lot of money, but at the time for a 20 year old, I was making the, best money of anyone that I knew, which was like $33,000 a year. You know, it wasn't a whole hell of a lot, but I mean, and we're talking in back in 2001 too. So, I mean, like perspective wise, I mean, like I was doing pretty fucking good and I hired a whole staff of hot girls because I'm like, okay, I'm going to play to these nerds. They're going to come in and they're going to be talking about Zelda and shit. And I'm going to have fucking titties pushed up like this on the counter going, talking about trade-ins. Do you want to, do you want to reserve your copy of Final Fantasy 10? Hell yeah, I do. Can I get your number? No. And then go on to the next one. Like I had a whole staff of hot little girls. I mean, just shit Dutch worked for me. 
Um, <laughs> it, like I hired one of my buddies from high school as my assistant manager and we used to just play Tony Hawk and watch videos and it was great. But like, I, I would hustle too, because I was into it. Like I was a big gamer at the time. So like, I wanted my store to be successful and I wanted it to be good. And I mean, like, that's essentially the secret to, to anything. I mean, like, look at like Adam with pizzas, you know, like as long as you love what you do, you're not going to work. You know, it's not like going to work. And when they fired me, I was fucking devastated, dude. That is, I, I don't know. I don't know that anyone talks about that, but like getting fired from a job that you don't hate, you don't even have to love it, but a job that you just don't hate getting fired from or having to be let go is a devastating thing to happen to a person. I Absolutely, feel like. dude. Absolutely. Yeah. I got, uh, what was it in 2008? Uh, you know, when the housing market crashed or whatever, I got laid off from my job and it was, I'd worked there since I was 19 or whatever. And I, I almost cried in front of my boss cause I was so shocked. Like, you know what I mean? I was just like taken aback cause I didn't think that was what was happening. And he was telling me like, it was the nicest firing ever. He was like, listen, we can't afford to keep you anymore. He's like, I normally will not like let people go on unemployment. Like I'll tell them that they quit or whatever. He's like, I don't just go file for unemployment. It's fine. Like he was just being so nice and he was normally so mean that I was just like, <laughs> what is happening? Oh my God, my life is ending. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, that was kind of a similar scenario, you know, and like the, the district manager of this GameStop, I remember he put his hand on my shoulder and he was like, don't worry, don't worry. There's going to be more, you know, you've got your whole life ahead of you. And I was like, fuck you, but I love this man. <laughs> There's nothing. There's nowhere else to go from here. I've peaked. Yeah. <laughs> Who am I? I am GameStop. I am GameStop. Fuck, I was there when it was Funkoland, dude. They put the GameStop marquee up while I worked there. Most people don't even know about Funkoland. What? Yeah. I'm sorry, what? The GameStop was Funkoland before it was GameStop, dude. And it might have been a regional thing because it was like software, et cetera, and Babbage's and all those things. And I believe that was the southern market or the southern footprint was more like mall stores with the the software etc but like up north the strip malls yeah those were all funko lands wait a minute are you saying like f-u-n space c-o dot or are you saying like funko no, like, like pops funko <laughs> funko like pops but with a c not a k funko with a c not a k okay yeah, <laughs> yeah so it is fun okay but it is still all one word yeah okay you said funko land and i was like i'm sorry Pop started way back then. <laughs> no, dude, I was I was GameStop when it was cartridges player. We had Genesis games that I had to like clean roach feces out of and shit, dude. Like, Oof. yeah, <laughs> dude, I miss the cartridges, and I'm kind of glad they're back with the uh, the Switch anyway. Like they, those are yeah, you have cartridges, a... dude. Those are like SD cards. <laughs> <laughs> whatever they're the it's it's nostalgic enough that i'm like i can touch it and i put it in here and it's not a cd <laughs> Dude, you and jason are kind of pretty much the catalysts into me owning a switch and of course i i did it at christmas time and i blamed it on this is a gift for the family because we can all play it together but like no it's because i wanted to play zelda <laughs> <laughs> dude i finally uh i we just got it i downloaded it last night i haven't played it yet breath of the wild but have you played it yet? I played it for an hour on Christmas Day, and I haven't been back. But I am so bad about that. <laughs> that. That being said, you personally got me to buy the new Mario game, and I crushed that. Like that was great, man. I love that. Did you get the new controller? Uh, no, 
No, I was doing it like like you said. I'm not trying to work out. I'm not trying to get aerobics by throwing my stupid hat. And I'm like, yeah, that's what <laughs> that's how I do it, dude. I just flick my wrist. Dude, that is. Do. I'm telling you, that is the most fun I've had with a Mario game since Mario sixty or Super Mario sixty four. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 great, man. I'm like I said, I'm trying to carve out a little bit of a little bit of time for gaming, and the Switch makes it easy because of like the handheld aspect to it, where I can just it's nighttime and like we're going to bed, but I'm like, oh, fuck it, I'll I'll stay up for another thirty minutes. Let me pull that in, and I'll sit up in bed and play it. That's what I'm saying. You could just sit in bed and be like, all right, I'm done now. Put it on the night table. Done. Mm-hmm. Go to sleep. That's it. It's so cool to be an adult in 2020. Uh- <laughs> is it, though? Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's super cool. I wouldn't want to be like, there is no chance. I am not. Are you the guy that's like, you pine yes. for your yes. younger days? Yes. <laughs> How can this be? Yes. How can this dude, be? I want blockbuster videos. No. I want fucking, I want no internet. Yeah, dude. I, if I could live in 1987, I would, dude. Like, look, you see that guy on the wall right behind me? You probably can't make it out because I might still be like abstracted or whatever. But underneath <laughs> the words Voodoo Ranger, 1985. Dude, that's me, dude. I want to be in the fucking 80s playing Motley Crue, dude, yelling shout at the devil, fucking rolling up in my Trans Am with the goddamn yellow eagle on the on the front, dude. That is me, dude. I, I want that. I feel robbed that I was born a decade too late. No, you were born at the exact right time. I had a what? lot of- Did I just go through puberty just then? Did you hear that? <laughs> I, I do. I wasn't going to say anything, but whatever, man. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> No, yeah, Chris, that, that is yes. me, dude. That is me. I mean, you've probably heard me talking about it last week with with Dutch about like the high school stuff. I loved high school, dude. You know, when we were talking about the kids that, you know, because of the COVID thing, you know, like they left one day and they're not going back and they're seniors in high school and they got robbed of the, you know, last quarter of their high school career. And I'm like, I, I would probably be devastated, dude. If I was 18 years old, I would like that would literally feel like the end of the world to me. That's crazy because I had like my whole high school career i had no interest in in prom or homecoming or any of that uh in fact like when prom happened i was going i during prom i was going to fort lauderdale to check out the college that i was going to go to and the only reason i like forced my mom she was like oh we'll just get a hotel and spend the night there and then drive back the next day i was like no we come home tonight I have very important things to do. And the very important things were I needed to get back in time for all the after prom parties. That is mm. all I was worried about is getting drunk and getting high and being like, you guys dressed up and bought limos. I'm just here for all the free booze. <laughs> well, that, that, that brings up a very good point. How was it to be a teenager in Florida? Because I felt when we moved here, we moved here in 2004 originally and Dutch and I had no kids and I was 23 years old. And I remember being in the car on route to Florida, not knowing what the hell we were going to do with our lives, but telling her that our kids were going to be thankful that we're moving there because they're going to grow, get to grow up here. I don't know what it's definitely, it's got to be different than when I grew up because there was a lot, uh, Everyone seemed to be a lot more openly racist when I was a kid, and there's a lot less of that. <laughs> I guess it kind of depends where you are. I mean, like, Plant, well, Plant City's part of my territory, player. <laughs> dude, no, here's the thing. Like, people would be, like, openly racist in front of kids. Now I feel like they at least try and keep it to, like, this is adult talk, because I've had mm. plenty of, like, old dudes come up and say stuff, horrible things to me as an adult that I'm like, 
hey, man, I don't even know your name. Why are you saying this to me? <laughs> That's a super hot take, stranger. <laughs> like, oh, I so much of this. Whoa, what? I, I was just, oh, what? Like, I got to go. No, it's, I don't know. Growing up for me, like, it was nothing. It was, uh, I don't know. Here's, here's I, what I envision. Here's what I envision. And I, you, I'm going to paint you a picture and you correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. But like having been to like Ybor city and like that whole like nightlife, I'm like, if I could have been here just, you know, five, six years earlier, I feel like that would have been like game changing. And then I see a movie now and don't laugh. Okay. But then I see a movie like magic Mike. Okay, set in Tampa, and they're, like, doing, like, the uh, sandbar docking the boats, and they're all, like, you know, bikini girls and beers, and I'm like, that's what I want for my kids, dude. I don't give a fuck. Go dock a boat on Beer Can Island. Go find girls in bikinis, one on each arm, and just do your thing, man. No, like, it's funny because when... When I was 18 and went to clubs or whatever, like I went to clubs for like maybe six months after I turned 18 and was like, this is not for me because it was all it was was just fighting to stand like that's mm. all it felt like just like, oh, my God. And I remember one time I saw it was the saddest thing I ever saw. It was uh, one of our one of my old coaches was a uh, from high school was a bouncer there. And he just looked so sad. And I saw him and I was like, oh, my life's just beginning. And look at you. <laughs> what place? Uh, <laughs> what place was it? Huh? What place was it? Yeah, that's a great question, Chris. <laughs> it's probably long closed by now. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, good lord, I don't. You know what's funny? I don't remember any of the clubs. I remember Club XS, but I don't even remember actually going there. Mm. Uh, but I remember, you know, swearing off clubs. And then my wife's younger middle sister turned twenty-one and was like, "I want to go to a club and drink." And we're just like, look, it's stupid. Ebor clubs are dumb. You're not going to like it. I want to go. And we're like, okay, fine. So we bring her to this club. I don't know if it was the Cirque du Soleil night or something, <laughs> but we walk in and there are women on trapezes. There is like a rotating floor in the middle. People are giving out vinyl. Uh, like there's a DJ there giving out free vinyl. Like it was, everything was crazy. Like it seemed like people were just handing you drinks for free. And you're, we're just like, she's having a blast and i'm there just like what is going where was this dude where was abs this? <laughs> and like no shirts with abs but they're wearing suspenders and like <laughs> lifting people in different manners yeah dude that sounds yeah. like a like a bad acid trip <laughs> yeah i would liken it to like uh what probably was actually going on in uh what the hell was that movie i want to say leaving las vegas but it's wrong oh, the johnny uh, depp movie fear and loathing fear and loathing how much for the ape? <laughs> <laughs> See, it, like, it's funny too because of the the age we were at. Like, we should have been prime club, and like, I'm 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 with you. Like, I was never that guy. Like, I wasn't trying to like be up in the club, you know. But then we were down here, and we discovered Ebor, and I was like, oh, that's pretty convenient. Like, everything's all on that one street. Yeah, we should go down there and check it out one time. And then we didn't. And then my sister-in-law came down here on spring break with like three or four of her girlfriends and they stayed at our house. So I was like, fuck it. I'll take vacation from work this week. Y'all are here. And we just like <laughs> went raging, dude. Like we were just like blackout every night. And I'm like, this is what I want for my life. This is what I want for my kids. They're going to be so happy we live here. No, we did things like... uh like, I remember walking with my buddies near some train tracks, and there was a train coming, and I was like, 
think I can get across before the train gets by. And before anyone could say anything, I took off running. <laughs> <laughs> That's Midwest shit. That's what we did. You did that here too? Damn. Dude. Way to crush the fantasy. Okay, here's the most Florida thing that I can... Okay, here is the most Florida thing I can tell you that happened Thank when you. I was a kid. Thank you. My buddy, who will remain nameless, he may or may not listen to this podcast. Shout out, Matt. He... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, shout out Matt. He had a Nile monitor. Do you know what a Nile monitor is? Uh, some sort of uh, uh, reptile, I would imagine. Yeah, it's some sort of reptile that when it's like <clears throat> what I would call a baby at like three feet long, it's stronger than three uh, teenage boys because <laughs> you used to have to. comparison. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know the strength of three teenage boys? <laughs> because when we tried to clip this thing's nails, it took three of us to hold this thing down. And it was still like, ah, ah, ah. Oh, so, you guys were the teenage boys. Oh, okay. Mind and gutter. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> see there? You see what I did there? That's the old razzle-dazzle, DJ. Hit him with the old razzle-dazzle. <laughs> so, uh... Whatever there, watching that thing eat was alarming uh, because it would tear things to shreds. But uh, one day, Niles, the Nile monitor, was gone. We're like, "Hey, man, where'd Niles go?" And he's How like, "How did that thing stand?" Uh, you know, okay, I don't know, <laughs> but he like Matt used to always say that it did it, and we never saw it until one day we went outside where its cage was, and it was standing on its hind legs. Shut up! Just like seven hey, feet man, tall. Yeah, just well. If it was seven feet tall, I probably wouldn't be here today. Because <laughs> what what my friend allegedly did was go, eh, I don't want this anymore. I'm just gonna open the cage and let it he go. He did that. He was <laughs> that guy. We talk about that guy in quotes all the time. He was that guy. So now there's an indigenous population of these things in fucking southern Florida, probably, right? I'm not gonna lie to you. There have been uh, after that happened, because I'm sure that monitor is dead by now, but after that happened, like for the next five years, there would be like dogs that disappeared. And I'm like, I'm Shut telling you, dude, up. that is, that is Niles. <laughs> wow, dude. That's fucked so, up. That's what everybody says when everybody, you know, like, oh, you live in Florida. They expect just like, well, there's alligators walking down the street and it's just wild. And y'all are living with dinosaurs and 20 foot snakes. And I'm like, yeah, I don't see none of that, man. <laughs> I don't see none of that ever. Well, I'm always in people's backyard, so I definitely see snakes all the time. Like, I had a a literal fish hawk drop a snake right in front of me. Shut up. But Yeah, I don't know if the Ugh. snake had bit it or something, but it was, I yeah, I was walking into somebody's backyard, and I just thunk right in front of me, and the snake, goodbye, and there's a bird flying away, like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't do that, man. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't do snakes. Uh, no snakes are terrifying. And if you like snakes, you're a bad person. You're pretty, probably pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and you probably let them go in the Everglades. And now we have live Anaconda with no JLo and ice cube here to get us through the whole thing. <sighs> so is it everything you hoped for Chris? What inviting myself to your show? Did we recover? Listen, <laughs> I call it the Adam Simmons method of podcasting. Look, dude, I, I told you, I mean, and you know, we, we did say this, or I, I did say this, 
and I'm going to go back on it a little bit. Like this was true. This was, this was something that I said that like, I wasn't just fucking with you. You and I had a conversation and you were kicking around the idea of possibly doing guests. And I, I believe that I told you to do it. And in the back of my mind, I was like, it's probably going to ask me first, you know, because we had the conversation about it and everything, you know, like, I mean, you know, and I'm, I'm his fucking neighbor. And I think we were balls deep in the GTA thing at the time. So like I was talking to you multiple times a week anyway, he's going to ask me first. And then fucking goddamn Adam Simmons is on there. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not, I, I'm not completely mad because <laughs> game recognizes game. I know Adam is the shit. Adam's going to talk his ass off. It's going to take the edge off of DJ. He's not going to have to do a whole lot of heavy lifting with Adam. So it's a good one for your first episode. Whatever. And then lo and behold, Jason fucking all me. And I'm like, God. <laughs> and I just knocked <laughs> my webcam down. <laughs> So while uh, while Chris or while I've been for Chris, I'll let you all know that Chris was so mad that he flung his camera off of his podcasting table. I'm still learning my new surroundings. No, I ain't gonna fix that. Fuck it, dude. That's hilarious. (laughs) I love this cool light I'm looking at. What is no? That that is the bottom of my monitor, I believe. Well, my monitor is a 65 inch TV I just hung on the wall. Cool flex. Yeah. Uh, No, it's a weird (laughs) flex, dude. Weird. No, you know what's funny is I I probably wouldn't have done it had it not been for Adam being like, hey, quarantine let's do board, this. I want to do 40 podcasts this week. So, because hey, bro, what's he literally, up? like, I texted him or I DM'd him to be like, hey, because uh, he didn't put an episode out that week. And I was like, hey, just making sure what's going on. Hey, man, don't go away. And, uh, <laughs> like, we talked for like a second. And then he was just like, hey, so when are we podcasting? And I was like, I did the thing I always do, which is try and think of an excuse of like, I'm scared to do it. So I, I, I lost my legs. I can't do it. Uh, <laughs> and then I was like, well, who, nor- who normally comes in is like, Hey, me, let's do it. So I was like, all right, I'll just, I'll, I'll we'll just do it. If I don't just do it, then I can't, I'll never just do it. It'll just always be me solo forever. And, uh, that is very nice looking. Uh, it'll always be me solo forever, and uh, I don't know how much like I don't know I, I don't know how the how people enjoy the solo podcasts uh, fully. Like I feel like there are some good and some bad eps. I respect so. it, I th- and I, I mean I can p- continue to beat that horse because I mean like I feel like it's something I not that I can't do, but I can't do. You know, I'm sure if I tried, I could get through an episode. You know, but like I'm I'm not trying to do that, dude. Like I respect the hell out of anyone that does it by themselves. Dude, if you, I'm telling you, anyone who wants to laugh, just go back and listen to my first couple of episodes. You'll be like, Jesus Christ, because <laughs> it's nothing. Like it's less than nothing. Like, and most of them are. But which, by the way, is another thing that made it weird that anyone would have wanted to do this show. Period. Uh, because I would say a lot of these episodes are bad. Well, it's and not, it's so, not about the, the show per se. It's about you, dude. Like it's I, the best thing about podcasting is I get to fucking sit and shoot the shit with my friends. And I have conversations like this right now is probably a conversation that you and I could have had on the phone, but we're just doing it in front of an audience. And hopefully somebody else goes, you know what? Those Florida kids are all right. You know, I do like both of them and they just had a great back and forth. And that's just something that it's going to entertain me on my commute or my non-existent commute to work right now. You know, like that's the best thing about it is we just get to talk with our friends, you know, and then you 
develop these genuine friendships. Like, I mean, I'll, I, Adam and I are genuine friends. We met on the internet. Yes. I've met him in real life two times in three years, but like, he's probably my best friend. Like we talk on the phone literally every day. It's, it's sickening. I texted him this morning just to make sure he was okay. Hey man. You, you all right, man? Everything good. <laughs> How you doing today? You okay? I, uh, yeah, I don't. I think you know. It's funny. I was thinking about this today, and I'll let you go because I don't know what time it is. But I know you have another show to do. Oof. Uh, <laughs> do you want to do that again? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how long we can push it. Let's go. I mean, I only do. I I need you, and then I just need one more for the trifecta. So push it to the limit. Um, what was I gonna say? I think the thing that gives me the most anxiety about this, because one thing, if anyone is ever wondering, I am like dying inside on every episode because I I feel like I was thinking about it today and I realized I feel like I'm going to be exposed for how uninteresting I actually am I'm like I don't know if I know how to talk to anyone or get any information out of them at all other than going so <laughs> what, is that uh, your official podcast your face <laughs> <laughs> is that your official podcast face like, yeah, no, what's I'm going thing? to be professional now and we're yeah. gonna get we're gonna get down to the bottom of some things tonight. We're gonna learn a few things about each other. Maybe maybe you know we're gonna we're gonna advance as humans. Okay, does that sound good, DJ? We're gonna we're gonna yeah. get to the bottom of some things. Well, how can I, that used to drive me nuts about Rogan to beating his ass, where he's like, how do we fix this? Whenever he had a guest back in the old days, like when he started having like like actual guests that weren't Duncan Trussell or Ari Shafiri, be like, so what do we do? How do we fix this? I'm like, oh God, shut the fuck up, dude. Nobody's looking to you for anything. Boy, well, was I wrong. Way, uh, listen, it's hard. I'm telling you, I don't care. Anyone who does, uh, shout out to Delvin Cox. I don't know how he does it. That's what I need. I need five questions to ask people <laughs> to just get the ice broken. Yeah, and then, then that gave me nothing but anxiety when I was on the Delvin Cox experience. He was, And I knew it was coming. I knew he does five questions to get the ball rolling. And when the five questions came, I'm like, he hit me with something right off the bat, like name your top five superheroes. And I'm like, that's a really big question, dude. Like (laughs) we're three minutes in and you're going to ask me that. I mean, like, are we talking MCU? Are we talking the books? Are we talking, what are we talking about here, dude? Like, how can you ask me that? Fuck you for bringing that to me right off the top. What am I going to say? Are we talking talking essential heroes? I love my... (laughs) Are they the best or your favorite? Like, what are are we talking about here, man? Because, like, I'm like, I'm super partial to Deadpool. Is he the best hero? By no means, you know? But, like, I like him. How dare you? He is the best one. Uh, (laughs) I guess maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Listen, we will have to do this again. I know you have to go soon, like 10 minutes soon. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But, yeah, this was good. If anyone didn't like it, well, I'll fight you in the face. How about that? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to make it weird talking about, like, internet drama and shit. You know, it's just whatever. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I... It's it's different. It's I feel like it's different with you because you and I have a lot more of a back and forth anyway. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, I already know Chris. I'm like, all right, wait, how do I get to know him again in front of everybody? Let's do it again, <laughs> man. Let's do it again. And and if you don't want to wait until you and and Beth can come over to the house, I mean, by all means, we can we can pipe you into hashtag no offense. You just let me know when. We just do them on Saturday mornings now. So pour yourself some CT Crunch and come sit with us, and we'll talk about some meth and shit. Wait, what time on Saturday morning? I mean, like 10-ish. I'm not psycho. Okay. 
Because my Saturday morning, I'd be like, yeah, we're starting at 7. Get great. fuck off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> no, man. Thanks thanks for letting me uh, thanks, thanks for letting me be number four. Uh, you know, I, I, I did think I was going to be number one, but I'll settle for four. I'm still in the top five. I'm not going to lie. You might actually be number five. But... <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah! <laughs> what... Tell everyone where to find you. HTNOS.com on the hashtag no offense show. All the major players. HTNOS on all the social media. Give us a follow. Come like me. Do it. Even if it's Do just it. virtually. Go like them. The birds are mechanical. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> <sighs> all right, everybody. Thank you bitch. for listening. Uh, if you'd like to, go to Cullah.com, C-U-L-L-A-H.com, and check out his new album, Spectacula. It's free. Nope, it's Cultivation. That's the name of the new one. The last one was Spectacular. It was so good that I was thinking about it now, but it's really Cultivation now. Either way, Cullah.com, do the thing. Uh, what do I say? Again? I know that. What? That's that's when I know your show's over when he goes and get funky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening and keep dragging.